Welcome everyone to the Parlay. So welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Parlay. I'm your host. My name is Woody. And usually that's the part where my boy Joey comes in and introduces himself, but I'm riding solo today. We have another special edition of The Parlay for you today. This is actually going to be a little bit different because this is fresh off the heels of battling on the field as competitors, but now we're going to sit down for a Parlay and have a good little conversation for y'all today. So we have safety slash quarterback slash athlete of the old town orange we got mr market bishop here man mark what's going on with you what's going on bro how you been man thanks for having me uh, we've been good man we've been good man hey I, you feeling the effects of the game <laughs> i don't know what effects to feel from the game because i barely played i think i have i had under 10 snaps today for my own injuries i don't know why i came to be honest but i gotta support my team there you go. That's the, definitely the mentality to have. Uh, this was really, like I said, unique. We never had somebody on right after um, we played against each other. But um, I kind of want to just let's maybe get this message out there. For guys that don't play in this league or guys that's thinking of playing in this league, uh, talk a little bit about what it's like, um, you know, when you compete on the field and then what it's like afterwards, right? I mean, shoot, man. It's, it's, it's a lot of wear and tear, man. You got to – you got a lot of athletes and you got a, a lot of fakers out here, man. You got a lot of people that's coming into the league that's coming off of the bench and semi-pro teams and flag teams talking about what they can and what they can't do, <laughs> causing us losses every other week. Not just my team, but every other team. This could be Vegas, Ohio, New Jersey. I've seen this for years and years to come. And at this point with that, I'm, I'm just tired of it, man. I'm always down for the team build scenery, you know, coming off of a championship with the uh, crawlers and everything. I just knew it was that that um, that boat was finished to uh, sink soon. I just had to go ahead and you know do my own thing, but you know. No, I definitely I understand how it is, man. Seeing as though we're two guys that are vets of this league, we see things definitely uh, a lot differently. And you always gotta, you know, once you get up there in age, in age and. After learning your real age, you ain't really up there. You got a lot of time left. But we did talk about uh, the wear and tear, how long you've been playing football. Let's let's get into that. How long have you been playing football? Because you're only 29. Yeah, I'm 29. About to be there to this year, man. Sure. I've been playing football since I've been five years old. Tackle football. My dad was a um, coach. For this team called the New Brunswick Raiders in um, New, um, New Brunswick, New Jersey, and then he turned into the owner and GM, rushed me in there as a, a tight end quick. My first position ever was at tight end. I heard that. Uh, after a while, I played wide receiver at like age eight, jumped into middle school. I played quarterback and never turned around. So I played defense also, but. The safety isn't nothing but countering a quarterback. And since I play quarterback, safety don't really take much effort. Yeah, I got you. See, I think for me, I, I jumped into football. They wanted to make me a running back all my career. I, I fought to be a wide receiver and just never looked back. Well, that was definitely – I feel like the position that was made for me. But, you know, with me being a smaller guy, that was something I had to fight for. They wanted me one of them small, shifty backs. And I'm like, 
I'm cool with the ball in my hand, but I don't like having to run through all these big guys. You know what yeah, I mean? Just, you should have just taken a receiving back roll. Now, see, I want—I didn't want to do that either. I didn't want to like catch those swing passes out of the backfield. I—I I, I wanted to be out wide, and I fought for it. And luckily, my coaches believed in me, and I got that opportunity. So, who you call? Who your coaches this year? I ain't seen no coaches. No, I'm talking about this when I was a kid. When I was a kid. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Here in Orlando, ghosts. Nah, that's that's different. Oh, uh, no, even no, when no, I joined man, this, I, I'm, every other year I got I got rushed into the flame. My dad. Um, the former um, linebacker for the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, my little brother's about to go to the NFL maybe in two years. I went to Rutgers University. I lasted about a year or two, man. But you know how life this life shit go, man. It was me more than anything. That's really what happened. Yeah. Since I'm older, I understand. Yeah, so Rutgers Brunswick, mm-hmm. right? Huh? Rutgers Brunswick. Rutgers Brunswick, man. Got you. Yeah, Number now I went three to, at that time, third yeah. on the depth chart, 2013, yeah. 2015. Yeah, I, I went to Keene myself. I was, I went D3. I didn't, uh-huh. I went to Keene University. I didn't go to Rutgers, man. I oh, man. I went to, I went to, oh, uh, when I left out that motherfucker, I had went, I'm sorry, I don't know the podcast. Nah, when I left away. out of there, I went to, uh, Montclair. The Montclair State. Wild. Yeah, Montclair State had wanted me for track, but I wanted to play ball. So I went Montclair to Athletics was so trash. Oh, no, no, no. Trust me. I knew. When the coach was recruiting me, I knew, what, I, knew what, I knew what it was. He gave me the tour. I saw the facility. I ain't like none of it, but. It was trash. You should have came because I was definitely there. All up in Bon Hall. See, you was there what years, though? Uh, 2013. 2014. Because that's when I was getting into the shift of leaving Rutgers. Yeah, I was already I got my tours 14. I got in there the end of 2015, and I finished in 16. Yeah, see, I was already gone by, what, 2012, 2013? I was already gone. Oh, shoot, 2012, I graduated high school. Yeah, see, that's our, that's, our year, that's our year difference, yeah. Yeah. I graduated, no, yeah, I graduated in 07, so, yeah, I was okay, already in California. Okay. But, yeah, so we just missed each other, but good good old times, man. And that's after I had already, was already playing in the A7, too, but back when it was called Town Beef. So talk about your introduction to Town Beef at the time in A7. Oh, and it's man, Town Beef. Yeah. <laughs> said town beef. Hey man, I miss town beef. Like I'm not. If you want to, I had to pick up my phone. I'm broke. No, I gotta. If you want to be honest, the one that said like, who don't really know, town beef was a hundred percent better than the A seven FL. The A seven FL is basically a commercial version. Of town beef. Town beef was uh, NFL Street 2 on your PlayStation 2 after school. Town beef was NFL Blitz 2000 on the right day of the week. Like, town beef was just raw. It was fun. It was in your face. It was, hey, man, if he die, he die. Like, it was just everything, man. It was a bunch of people. Chilling on Facebook. I even had my own little league running in um, New Brunswick. I got my friends. I used to call it the BFL. How about that? We called it the Bishop Football League. She was funny as hell. We had dudes that were um, from every hood come up. Um, we used to play. What was, the, what was the hood called? We used to always go up against them and lose. We was the only, those only people we couldn't beat. Um, um, shout out to them boys because they rappers too. Oh no! Don't make me! Don't make me forget your name. 
Charge it to your head, not your heart, man. We old, we can't remember. <laughs> yeah, man. I forgot. I forgot their name, man. I think it. Oh no! Shout out to them boys in Churchill, man. Right up. But um, yeah, most of them locked up to my knowledge. But still. Yeah. But it started like that, you know, from some of us, because some of them didn't make it into the uh, make it to the A seven. I wish they would have uh, just kept moving forward. And when I got into there, they was already they they was already like six seven years deep. Um, I forgot who it was. Oh, it was Big Mike. Um, uh, for the for the Spanktown, Spanktown. Oh, uh, I don't even know if they're called the Spanktown. It's the Snow Tribe. Big Mike on the Snow Tribe. Yeah, uh, I forgot where he found me at. I know he came to one of my semi pro games, or my cousin brought me to him or something. I forgot, but he was like, "Hey, man." We need another. We need another quarterback to stand in the third. I remember I played one or two more years of semi-pro. Wrap that up. I actually, like a seven NFL man. It was just more free. It's a more free game. It's a more faster game. And outside of outside of semi-pro, you actually can get some type of incentives at the end of the season. But the problem with that is, is, is people be overstacking their teams, and you really don't need more than eighteen people on your team. Twenty can be fine, but after you reach that twenty threshold, how you gonna pay all of them if you make it to the big game? And that's what I ran into with the crawlers last season and everything. People didn't want to understand that because they never won one before. I, I told them, well, you know, thank y'all. Then my phone turned off. I'm telling them like, you know, well, thank y'all for the Florida division, but this is my third one. Shit, I got two Spanktown and one with y'all now. So at the end of the day, like. You know, that's the end of the, I, don't, I, I don't even know at that point, Ray. But it's it's great to feel, you know, to do something with, you know, hair and in Florida now. Like it's it's a real good thing. But I ain't finna bang my chest about it like certain people in our division. I ain't finna do that. It's not that good. Nah, I understand you, man. So what do you think? Um, some of the big differences you see from, especially like you said, it's different. Definitely town beef to a seven. But the difference between A7 up north and down here in Florida, because you're one of those guys, like it's like only a couple of us that have been in both and can see the difference. So what do you feel like is the differences between the game up there and the game down here? Competition. These boys really be thinking I'm playing because we old. But they forget at our older age, we, we still be doing what we got to do. Like my main thing about me, everybody can point it out, clear as day, I stay hurt now. Yeah, I stay hurt. I don't even know when it started. It started like two years ago. It started when I played on the night callers, bro. Y'all seen the sex I was taking on that team. I had nobody to throw to for two straight years. Mid-season, some guy come and bring four wide receivers and all of a sudden they on the top of the conference. That's cool and all, but he had to come and bring his people. He didn't come and deal with the motherfuckers I had to deal with for two straight years. Like it's a it's a whole different ball game. So like I said, man, I love all my boys on the night crawlers. Shout out to all of them, bro. Like if you with me, you is. If you ain't, you know where the fuck I'm at, and they know how I go. Yeah. Like, but man, that all uh, they QB even from D Ray Davis to Bagway, man, great quarterbacks, man. Bagway, man, great athlete, man. That man is a fucking magician in the pocket, for real. And D-Ray, uh, I think I'm saying his name right. I don't know, but I'm just say D-Davis. That man right there, bro, he a great game manager. He ain't the best. He ain't the worst passer, and he ain't stingy. 
He he does just enough to win the game. I seen it and I seen it. And when I seen it right there and I was looking at myself, I could have played three, four, four different positions and still started. But at the end of the day, I did my end goal I wanted to do with that team. We got a Florida division. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, I could have stayed there and did what I did and argued with them every other day of the week. But I seen, I seen, I seen the, um, what's the word? I seen the, um, Writing on the wall? No, not the writing on the wall. I seen the way the team was going as a whole. And you don't really want a team built with people that's not used to winning. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's cool to win the game. It's it's even worse to lose the game. You get what I'm saying? But it's, it's just certain differences with some of them, man, that just made me feel like I just didn't want to come back. And I mean, I was all, you know what I mean? I could have came back. I, I could have went back. But it was an off-season discussion, you know, and it just went sour basically because of egos, man. Dude ain't know me. I ain't know him from a can of pain. He said some bull. You know me on a good day. I'm going to say what I got to do. And, and we kept it at that. Orange started off, like I said, bro, I'm never, I'm always down for the team build. It's not really about winning. It's about it's about marking your spot in history. It's it's a it's a difference of a couple people in here, man. You don't need to win no more when you want enough. Sometimes you just want to uh, submit something that's going to be here for a long period of time. And if they don't understand, like from town beef to a seven to wherever this stuff goes, man, we had that running back Mosey actually go into the league and then get kicked out, sadly. But at least he did it. You get what I'm saying? Like, people is watching us, yo. There is people that hits me up on TikTok, IG, Facebook every now and then saying, hey, ain't you this? You do that? Yeah, I see your, your film, your tape. I see it on TikTok. And I'm like, wow, like, hey, that, that's pretty dope. You get what I'm saying? So they do notice us. They do see us. But we got to, we like, when I'm, when I'm getting with it with the orange right now, it's just the fact of, man, as a whole with Florida, we got to treat this more like a brand. And they're not treating it like a brand. And that's just the honest fact of it. Nobody's treating it like a brand in Florida, but then they want to compare it to Jersey and everything else. Las Vegas is going to be a step ahead of Florida and Ohio in a second. Because they're actually at least trying. Yeah, I feel like they already are. They're ahead of us. I just think where they're not ahead of us is on the field. But beyond that, I think everything else they got is definitely light years ahead of us. What do you What do you think about what they got been going on out of there? Because I know they had the fall this season, which was big. And something they had a fall season? season. Yeah, they had a fall season this season, and it was. Uh, oh, we are fall behind now. We are far behind. Oh no, now. no, it gets worse. I, I didn't even hear about that. No, no, it gets worse. Not only did they have a fall, but it was televised, bro. Yeah, we this. Like I was talking to the Orange earlier this season, they wanted to laugh about it. Like I said, it don't matter to me. But I told him this will make it a break year for A7 Florida, man. If this year don't do well, man, they'll probably cut the cord after next year if that don't do well. And I don't think they're understanding that right now, man, because there's plenty of places to go, and I'm pushing my hardest to get this in Georgia. You think I want to continue to take this drive? They can take it. They want to continue to play. They can drive. They can play for us out here in Georgia. But I'm not about to continue to take a drive, five hour, six hour drive to Orlando when. You know what I'm saying? I got players every other week. Uh, chat room warriors, but no show on game days. Like, there's nothing that you can yell about or talk to the next man. You can't force no man to get up out of his bed and to do this. You get what I'm saying? But I can, but I can't control how he talked to me. 
from Monday through Saturday. I don't got shit to talk say to you. There's a couple of them players. I ain't got nothing to talk to now. We only have four games this season. We're basically at the midway point at 0-2. I have nothing to talk about with them. And to be honest, if I, if I can if I can get back up to speed, and I'm going to say it now, Lauren won't touch another motherfucking – Lauren won't touch another snap of quarterback, bro. It's already been sitting there, bro, and they've been killing me left and right, asking me why I'm, I'm not doing it. We need somebody to throw the ball to. But at the end of the day, man, look, bro, y'all wasn't even blessing him. No, I and that alone, that alone just frustrates me. Yeah. Why would we? <laughs> I just, I'm not going to get into the conversation because I'm not that type of player to bash none of my teammates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but at no, the no. end of the day, you know what I know, what the whole league knows, what the rest of us knows, and that's the best of what I can say. Yeah, that's definitely understandable. I, I don't want that. That's not what this uh, podcast is about. That's not what yeah, we're I'm not bashing none of my teammates because the man put up points. He does. He does what he has to do for what he's good at the skill set of what he has. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? But it got to be implemented in a better way where it can be helpful for the team and not just helpful for his brand. And that's where I'm getting to the point where I'm, you know what I mean? I'm with the coaches and everything else. He want a brand so bad that it's hurting the team and it's hurting his image, but he don't want to hear that, bro. Like, when I first got down to 87 Florida, everybody thought I was just some motherfucking bad guy. Today, John, I'd be having a clean reason why I get upset. And then I let shit go. I'm a whole different person in 15 minutes. There's these other folks, bro. These, these young folks, I, I, don't, I don't know, bro. I can't really explain it, bro. But I know everybody, I... They, they want a brand so bad that they're ruining their name off the field. Mm, which is important. Which is... Kind of like what I was alluding to earlier when I was asking, like, what's it like, you know, playing in the A7FL, like, especially after the games. Like, when we get on that field, we be in there, we talk shit, we go ahead, we battle while we're playing the game. But right after the whistle, that final whistle is blown and we go and dap each other's up, it's always nothing but love. Because at the end of the day, the game that we're playing, this physicality, this brand of football, is unlike any other, to be honest. I tell everybody that. So I think yeah, you're one- your lineman cheap shot me on the line. He was about to piss me off, but he apologized for it when I got up. So I was cool. Yeah, because, you know, it's in, in between the whistles. That's what it is. You play No, it wasn't whistles. in between the whistles. The dude knew I was limping the whole game. Y'all put a defensive lineman on a, on a, on a, on a limping quarterback on a, a wide receiver, and he literally pancaked me off the line, knowing I can't run. Everybody knew I was not running no route. Yeah. So why you going to be a deep? Why you going to be a 250-pound lineman? Thrusting your whole body at somebody that you know you can't run. That's why I be talking about thirst, thirsty for attention, bro. But like I said, I congratulated him. That's what he wanted. Get him saying him and his little entourage came to me after the game. Oh, I did this, that, and third. Well, he's still three rings behind me, motherfucker. How about that? So I'm trying to think who you talking about, but I, I think I, I think I know. <laughs> I think I know. So let's talk about that. Since we... Entourage wanted to come this that, and third. I mean, you can do whatever you want, bro. Just that shit. You gonna take a couple years to catch up to mine. So let's talk about the game a little bit. Um, let's how, do it. Yeah, how was the game, man? Let's just let's just give an overall kind of because, like I said, this is the first time we had somebody on fresh off the game. So let's let's break down the game that we just had. It was the Old Town Orange versus the Orlando Ghosts. And that, my yeah. perspective. Yeah. Uh, no, go ahead, man. I was just intro the game. I was about to say, from my perspective, because I only played, but I only played less than ten snaps today from 
what I got hurt the previous week from what Lauren went one for nine throwing me the ball, bro. I went airborne at least seven of them times and hit my back and got hurt. I tried to come out here this week with it, couldn't do it. I pregame, man. I was fine for a little while. Then something just just twisted in my hip and killed me. But over that, man, gameplay, uh, I, I was playing NFL head coach half of the time, just setting up players to put them in the right position. Our, our coach ain't never showing up. We don't really know what to do when it comes to that end on, on coach, coach end. We have an owner. We don't really have a coach. We're trying to put together team captains to stand there. But the game was fast. Not really fast. The game was moderate at best, actually, because I had a great running back. Huncho put the team on his back. I don't really care what anybody else got to say because nobody else really did nothing. Like, uh, uh, one 11 guy with us, Marcel, he made a great clutch catch. That was great. Beautiful. Outside of that, Huncho returned the ball. Huncho ran the ball. Huncho got the jet sweep. Huncho took back the kick returns. I'm not trying to hear about what anybody else did because at the end of the day, nobody else moved the ball for us on you end. Joey came. Joey took the best of his opportunities of failed defensive defensive lines. I, t- I called it every other time. You don't want to put a corner on that outside. Joey's going to run to that outside. I would too. Like, why not? Joey's hard. Joey's not a quarterback, bro. But Joey is damn sure a fullback when he starts running the ball. Nobody wants to do that every other time. I'm hurting trying to hit this man in the leg. I knew I wasn't going to get him. Like, but it was a it was a great overall game for both of our quarterbacks to throw under a hundred yards combined. Yeah, it was definitely a a hard nose, like hard hitting, run heavy game. Like that game definitely was, definitely a game built for nineteen eighty five. Oh, for sure, and it was a chess match throughout. I, I noticed the defense, um, the the different adjustments y'all were making out there, and we were making counters, and you guys had a counter. So you know, and now hearing that you know that was some of your adjustments. I'm not surprised now, seeing as long, how long you've been in the league and the, uh, and the mind you have for the football game. Yeah, man. When we got that goal line stop, I took out John and put old Pop, put Pop in there. And he was the one who solidified us coming back from the one-yard line. John kept over-pursuing Joey. And I'm like, yo, I say the same thing every week. It's the same game plan when playing the A-team. Even though Joey can throw better, stop committing this man to goddamn run, bro. Keep him in the pocket, bro. If you want to run up the middle, fine. But do not let him hit the outside. Let this man throw the ball. This man, Joey, and that's my guy. All respect to him, bro. We're just talking football. This man was at the 10-yard line and threw a back shoulder fade at least eight yards past his receiver. Y'all need the people don't want to take notes of that and not to understand what can and can't be done. So to work a defense around it. Like people, you gotta have a different defense every week for the people that you're playing. And if you're not playing that person, then you can swap it off if he's not in the lineup. If we're not playing Bagway, get ready for D-Ray. We ain't getting ready for D-Davis, then hmm. It's not really much we need to do anymore just not to get beat deep by a receiver and hope a duck don't beat us. It's not. It don't take much to beat the Nightcrawlers, bro. The Nightcrawlers is the same Nightcrawlers before. I think I'm calling. Hold on. Yeah, I'm FaceTime, man. You can, let, you can still hear me? I can still hear you. Go ahead, bro. Okay. Nah, them night crawlers is still it's still the same night crawlers that let me down when I used to put up 30, 40 points a game by myself on offense, and we go all the way to overtime just to lose by a certain touchdown. It's the same thing. It's literally their defense did not get better. 
Their defense did not get better. It's just the fact that their offense, it's like playing the Kansas City Chiefs, basically, because the Chiefs defense is not really that good. But you got to chase their offense. If you cannot, if you cannot run with their offense, eventually you will lose. And it's not their defense. It's just offensive miscues that turn in a bad field position for us. I mean, good or good field position for them. You gotta, you gotta control the offensive boards when beating, when playing the night crawlers, dog. And I, even I knew this. But you, once you get that lead against them, milk the clock. Once you get to 14 points against them, milk that clock. Because if you get that ball back to them, they got, they can score with the receivers they now have adding on D West and everything. If they added everything I was crying for for the past two years, we needed receivers. We needed a running back. We need extra linemen. They, all I kept hearing is, no, no, we don't need none of that. We need another quarterback. Let me remind them. They pushed out four to five different quarterbacks. I went out to play wide receiver four. That was all trash. All of them. Randy and the rest of them. I don't even want to get going down the line. But they remember. So the fact that me and Nick left the team that we started, they don't want to understand the disrespect of how that team is forming with a fly-by-night coach. He cool. He, I can't even say that actually because when I when I turn my back to give him, he cool. He couldn't even be cool at the end of the game. Like so, whatever to that, whatever. Ain't no hate, ain't no love, just whatever. Yeah. But at the end of the day, man, we got a lot of potential in this division, man. We got a lot of great players on every team. But the problem is that everybody want to play hero ball. Everybody got egos, and everybody think they can do something without a proper resume. I asked one of your dudes on your team earlier today. I said, bro, what's your max pro rap? Because you can find mines. He said, you're what? And a couple of them on the sidelines was looking like, what this man talking about? And then that let me know, like, boy, y'all niggas ain't never played on no professional team with nobody before. You ain't got no max pro rap? You don't know what that is? All right, that's all I had to say to him. Yeah. And it's a bunch It's a bunch of pretenders walking around acting like they cool because they got pretenders with them. I don't move like that, man. It's the quickest way to make me upset. Hey, and that's something that I like to talk about, too. That is something. You do have that reputation of being somebody that, like you said, gets, gets the, the jaw a little bit with the sidelines, no matter what game, what team you're playing. But it, the consistency is something that does need to be respected. But um, do you think that's something that fuels you, man? Is the talking on the field? Oh, everybody know that's my X factor, man. It gets to points where teams will tell the other teams stop talking to me. Cause they know that gets me better and better by second, bro. The second that dude kept talking to me, my legs started feeling better by second. It just gets me going, man. Some people, some people put their head down when folks start talking to them. Some people get excited when folks start talking because the game be so dead. Folks got their heads down. I don't give up. Y'all seen me plenty of games hobbling, going back in that quarterback, hobbling, still making catches. Hobbling on defense. It could be, I mean, it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? Like, you only got one like lives. Yeah, I work in the hospital. Who cares? Yeah. And seeing as though, like, now I heard that your father was a coach himself and a former player, you said at the Miami U. I could definitely understand and get that mindset more of, you know, I'm hobbling. I'm going to give it all to I got to this game and then, you know, just rest up, come yeah. back and do it again the very next yeah, week. Man. It's good to get that yeah. backstory. And that's kind of one of the things that's good about this, this platform, this podcast. Um, us getting up here just being able to talk is people get to learn that story so now guys can see a different side of you not saying that you're looking for that but you get there you get your story out there so you can get a clearer view of you whether you care about it if they do or not but this is all yeah, a platform you know, I don't care. yeah but this is all a platform so guys can get you know 
could get their story out there, and it's, it's a dope. And like I said, I got a different understanding of you now, and we already had this standing before, but now I understand you. Yeah, for sure. We've been got across that. Yeah, no, nah, we never had a problem. Yeah, no, nah, I'm just saying. It's over. Yeah, the only problem I ever had is that stiff arm clip that they, they cut up, and they keep putting Oh, they're killing there. that one, boy. They're killing that one. I was like, man, stop running that clip. I keep seeing that clip. Don't worry about it, bro, because they got they got so many clips on me with Spanktown running around the 87 page with plays where I'd have made great tackles, dudes making laterals, plays where I'm in the background of my dudes getting mossed and everything. All old plays. I'm talking about 2015, 16, 17. I'm like, yeah. why y'all still showing this? You know the, the A7 NFL page need to stop catering all day, all day. All they film from New Jersey because I think this they know it on Instagram and TikTok. I'm one I'm one of the main people calling them out under there. If you ever check, there's gonna be somebody saying stop stop sharing film from twenty eighteen. Like that's my boy huffing all them Matt Rick, them I, my boys huffing. I mean let them to death. But I do remember a punt return from Matt or a, a punt return from Matt Riddick in twenty uh twenty sixteen. Yeah. I wanna see this again. Yeah. I think the worst is always that clip. Uh it was it was the Spanktown. Spanktown boys. Oh, I think it was you the talking about back. you talking about when Pito did the crackback block that's illegal now? Yeah, the hit on Ole. Yeah, that was me. I, I mean, I was there. I was on the far right outside. Yeah. I was there. I was on that team. That was yeah. That one is a, that clip. We just go. I feel like we're gonna see that forever. I think. Oh, I, that's the that's the that's the A seven FL clip of the year, right? I mean, ever. Yeah. I tell you how that play went down, man. We, I remember we was in a huddle. Our quarterback was myself, and I remember Ole and the Savage, bro. Around that time, bro, the Savage was the team to beat. Everybody wanted to be. I got, I got clips against the Savage, or they hit me with a clean concussion. I ain't get sacked, but, bro, I, I got up. I, bro, I was out. I remember that guy was out. But yeah, man, the Savage was the team to beat. And Marcel had called this one play towards Olay because Olay had came down from the safety position. Olay used to um. Frolic all over the field. He was really an edge rusher to be so small. He was really at best an edge rusher. He used to go everywhere. I can't speak for Olay today because I don't, I've seen him now on different teams. So I don't really know if, you know, he's kind of sort of fell off or if he's just, you know, you know, testing the water like my boy, um, Corey. I see Corey on the renegade now and I'm like, yo, why you ain't go there when I, when I told you to go there with me? Like, come on now, bro. We could have did this. You talking about Corey Hammond? You talking about Corey Hammond or you talking about CP3? CP3. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So, with, with all that being said, I remember myself called the crackback to Pito now, man. That guy that y'all seen that made that block right there, yeah. I know y'all don't know him. But, boy, that man right there is a stand-up guy right there. Family, kids. He's a um, he's a gym guy. I can't. He's a personal trainer. Trust and believe me, bro. Ole was not getting around that. Oh, no. He definitely it, looked like he lifted. Yeah. And he lifted Ole. You've seen it. Oh, P. Pito was something. Yo, I can't. If you can never go back and find them highlights of my boy Pito, bro. That was one, that was one Hispanic running back right there where you'd have thought that was Walter Payton. Now, he got past the D-line. Uh, yeah. yeah, he had to get past the D-line first. But he wasn't no first-level runner. I got but once he got to that mid-level, boy, Lord. And now he's doing some damage for sure. I think that was great. I think let's go back to the game. Um, seeing as how the game uh, progressed as we was going through it. Um, like you said, we was going back and forth there at the very beginning. How did you feel? I guess coming out of halftime, 
Y'all had that very big, very big clutch defensive stand like you talked about. And we had stopped mm-hmm. us on the one. And then y'all get the ball, and y'all had a couple of very big passes, like you said, some clutch catches. By number, it was two of them by number 11. Yeah, it, was just, it was just one. Now, we had the other one, too. So it was one, the first oh, one. Oh, you're talking about your side? Yeah, your side and my side. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, he had one. He had the first one when y'all were still on the goal line, and you had another one yep, that got that you that one where the dude got behind Huncho. He he really extended for that ball because I looked back at it too and was like, he ain't finna get it. Then everybody started yelling, and I looked yeah. back and was like, he did not. Yeah. He completed it. Yeah, it was he, our guy. He was in a good position. He went up, went to attack the ball. He just went right over him and got it. No, nah, Huncho, one. that play right there, Huncho looked at me and said he's been to call a timeout. My goose ass was like, I actually ignored it. I looked away because I'm like, bro, I had nothing to faith in Huncho, but he later explained, like, yo, bro, I'm gassed. Yeah. He didn't call the timeout ultimately. Yeah. If I didn't believe them, I should have just called the timeout. Yeah. But I had faith in my boy, and I still don't blame him. Touchdown's going to happen to the best of us. Who yeah. cares? So that was a really good that was a good play. He had that uh they had the clutch uh, throw down there. There was another one where he attacked the line of scrimmage and got our corner to bite up and he found nobody again um on the left side. They found him right there, he got out of bounds because I think you guys had been out of timeouts at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, I called by two the first half myself with defense adjustments. So we went ahead and yeah, then y'all scored and we went to and y'all went for the two, y'all didn't get one for the extra point, didn't get it. It's time to go to overtime. That, let me let me run you this play for overtime. Let me run you these last two plays for overtime. Right, so here we go. Yeah. Two point conversion. Everybody's celebrating everything. First thing they come to me, bro, and they like, yo, how you feel? I, you know me. I say I'm crap. Mm. I get turned back around, go back in there, bro. Just 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 give us one play. You can run for two yards. Yeah, I can. Whatever. Let's do this. So I tell Lauren, yo, give me the ball. I'm finna just. I'm finna pop it up to old boy who mossed old dude. The way he just got up, he got a higher vertical than me. I Look, if I feel like I like me over half of the people that line up with me, and I just say he jumped higher than me, just get this man a dang ball, bro. Just it's two yards. Just you could punt that damn thing to him. Punt it then. You could you could you could throw it underarm and just pop it in the air to him. He'd have got that ball. This man Lauren wants to be like, no, I got it. I'm gonna do this. Story with that right there, we all know people want to be the star of the show, and that's why we lost this game. People want to be a star rather than play as a team. You get what I'm saying? So play goes. I go back to wide receiver. Dude's already holding his hammy, so I'm looking at it like, yeah, he ain't got he ain't got no bunnies on him right now. Only thing that was hurting with me was my both of my back uh, died. Both of my hamstrings was hurting, but I could fight through it. One play, I could fight through it real quick. This man Lawrence snapped the ball. He said he wanted to do a um he said he wanted to do a jet sweep. So I remember I look up and he look at me and he like, yo, I'm gonna do a jet sweep. So everybody, everybody in the huddle looked at me like, yo, you cool with this? And I looked at everybody now. I looked off and walked away. So I heard Joey say, Look at Bishop Face, look at Bishop Face. And I look, I kept walking like, yeah, y'all niggas right. You already know. Like, I don't care. Whatever. So they, Joey is 100% correct when he said that. He called the play 100%. He knew it. When I'm, you know, I'm mean, usually I can bluff my play really well, but he had me so mad, bro, because you got two 6'4 plus. If I'm 6'4, dude, like 6'5, you got both of us on the outsides. It's two yards. All you got to do is just say hut and throw it. 
where you got two guys rushing you off the edges. You didn't even we you didn't even have to run. You didn't even have to like none of that, none of that, bro. So when that play went, he ran all the way to the corner of my side, to my side. Um, buddy with the dress that's on your team, flat. When you ever watch this game, you'll see he flat out abandoned me. I took an outside release to the corner of the end zone. Lauren looked at me, looked me in my eyes. And since I was too far, basically, he tossed it up to Miguel, and we couldn't get it. So we get the overtime, and they're like, yo, just go ahead. What we got? I said, I can't do it. they like, yo, we at the 25. I'm like, oh, yeah, because it's been a minute since I played an overtime game. So I'm like, oh, yeah, I could pop one up in there. They're not blitzing. But my mind was thinking, but if I go back there, they're going to send about three. They're going to send three or another. Because I'm going to throw it. I'm not running. So... It just didn't go. It, it it just didn't go. They started running the ball. Things went well. I called it. I was on the sidelines, yo. I called it, yo. I said, y'all want? I said, y'all remember with uh, Russell Wilson there, right? They was like, yo, chill, man. I said, yo, I just gave this man a whole play, a whole play, and he just shrugged me off. I just I calmed down and just walked to the side, and I told uh, Flash to get in. I think cause I'm like, y'all don't want to be a part of it then. Cause this is bull. Like he don't listen. He don't listen. You get what I'm saying? But he want everybody to follow his league. And I'm gonna remind everybody that's listening to this. This is not no beef. This is not no hate speech towards one of the players on my team. This is just constructive criticism. Just like I would want the same criticism about myself. We all know I struggle throwing the ball to niggas under five ten. So, but I know this. We all know I struggle throwing short balls. But me intermediate to deep, I'm fine with it. But you can't tell the next man that when you're like, bro, you can't go past eight yards. And it's a problem. You get what I'm saying? But we get to the play, and if we're on the two-yard line and we've been running the ball all game, fine, fine, fine. Why not just give the ball to one of our linemen or something? I even call, yo, do the Joey Bates sneak. We on a two. Do the Bates sneak. Do the Bates. No, I got it, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, one of my linemen one is like, yo, just put faith in him. Let him do it. And I'm looking at my linemen like, yo, you don't know who you putting faith in. That's why. Man, he didn't want to do the bait sneak. I mean, he didn't want to do the bait sneak. That's what I'm calling now, the bait sneak. He didn't want to do the bait sneak. And he ain't even want to throw the fade route to either me or dude on the outside. Bro, it's two yards. He didn't want to do it. So I, I, I walked out. Whatever in your I've never understood. I, I've never even did this. Sh- I've never thrown a five and out on Matt. On the, on the one yard line. So, with everything that's being said right there, people need, going back to the regular conversation, people need to have a good long conversation on the realization of understanding. Some of us ain't playing out here about this football shit. I'm a whole Raider fan. I gotta deal with this shit in real life and on this field. I'm tired of losing. I ain't never lose this many years since I've been in Florida. Granted, last year was great, but dang, bro. I'm not trying, what? No, man, we gotta get this together. And if if that comes down like like how um some of my brother night callers were telling me too, just gotta come down to me just going back to quarterback then whatever. But it's not gonna be better because we don't have many receivers and when we don't have receivers, that's when I gotta go to the outside. And it's not like they say, Yo, Bishop, go to the outside. Nah. It's literally every week me looking left and looking right saying I'm gonna just go out wide, like just just try to get it there, yo. Cause 
anybody can run the ball from the quarterback position. That's why I be that's why I be so frustrated, bro. But like y'all really think y'all doing something because you can run off the huddle, run out the pocket with some uh what's what's the word I'm looking for? Non athletic linemen. Because half of them, half of half of them are just slouches. You know what I'm saying? No no disrespect. We all know we out of shape in a slight way. So you get what I'm saying? The bigger men don't be out of shape compared to us. So we can get around them easily. You get what I'm saying? But if you stick that, yo, if you stick half of the people in the Florida, in, in the Florida division right now in Jersey, let alone maybe, yeah, just Jersey. Uh, they're probably last month. They're not going to get much shine. There's only about eight, ten people I can really vouch for that I know would be like, yeah, they can hold their own. They can hold their own. But everybody else has been carried. I ain't going to sit here and not lie and say, shit, Bagway ain't carried me to that championship last year. I was sitting on the icebox. I was hurt. I couldn't do anything. Classic. Hurt. He got up in there, finished it. I came back, championship game, caught my balls, made my tackles. We isolated it. But something in my heart told me I should have stayed there. But... I'm not fighting my own teammates every other day, every other day of the week because they want recognition and I want a team build. That's just what I'm used to doing, bro. Like I said, I'm a whole goddamn Raiders fan. I'm so used to team building. Yeah. So I think, and then the very final play of the game, uh, like you said, it was a speed out. Not a speed out. It was like a five yard out. It was a five and out. Yeah, it was a little five and out on the right, like the two. It was close. to a guy that's six five. Yeah. And he didn't even throw it to the back of the pylon. No, it got jumped. It was a pick six. It wasn't even jumped. Travis, look, Travis, I'm slapping in your neck, bro. But Travis, this man Travis ran the route. If you want to sit there, if you can look back at the play, Travis didn't even look at Bo. Uh, Marcel ran his route, and Travis was just looking at um, Lauren to make sure he ain't make a move. Marcel didn't really sell the five. Oh, he just ran the five and now I'm talking about it had to be the straightest line ever. But it was a it was a crispy route, but it wasn't a convincing route, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So Travis just ran the route with him. And if you and, and this is what I kept telling them, they when you play with somebody or against somebody long enough and you actually know football to learn somebody's tendencies, it's not much you really need to do, bro. And Travis played it best. You don't need to be the best athlete on the field to play football. That's why you got teammates. But as long as you play your area, you good to go. Man, he he bit that so well. And then to make it even bad enough, bro, didn't even chase him. He just let him run all the way down there, man. It's it's not a one-man loser show thing because this is what we're talking about. But if we're going to talk about the reason why we lost, that was the epitome of why we lost. And if you're going to ask me why I think that was the reason why and what drove that to happen... It's selfishness, man. It's selfishness, man. Folk, y'all not, you see it. I'm not, I'm not finna do it because y'all have y'all own little takes on the show talking about other things and other people. But folks is selfish, man. And when people is chasing something, they're never going to get it. It got to get there gradually and it got to come. Some people need to have a long talk tonight. Get you some food, smoke, drink, talk to your wife and kids. I don't know. But just ask yourself, y'all, am I doing well? Am I doing this right? Or am I lying to myself? 
it hurts, bro. Every athlete knows, bro, if you was really a great athlete, our time is coming, bro. Shit, I cry every now and then when I think about having to stop playing. But it's been to happen. I see, I've seen it today. It's, it's going to be a wrap for me. And I got to get used to that. But I will be in the, I will have a clipboard on the sidelines. I will be coaching. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think that's, um, I think that's a perfect way to end it right there. We had a great conversation. Um, lots of insight. This was as great as I thought it was going to be. And shout out to Joey because this was Joey's idea. Um, Joey's not here with us today. But I'm sure he would have loved this conversation as well. Um, right. I do appreciate you coming on here. You was open, honest. Like we knew you would be. And uh, we appreciate you with your realness and your candor and being able to, you know, just chop it up and talk football because, you know, you have a you have a good football mind, so that's a big big reason why we wanted you to have uh be on here, man. So again, appreciate thank it, you. man. Thank y'all you. boys, I suck because y'all will see me next week. Oh, say no so. more, say no more, because we spend the block and we play y'all again. Uh, yeah, we gotta play again. I don't. We play. We don't play in two weeks, but that's y'all. Our next game is against y'all, and like I said, the chess already. It's it's about to be some major movements, bro. If I'm not there, it's because I decided just not to come. But if I'm there, I'm throwing this ball. So send y'all send. Don't 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 give me that two man blitz because I'm gonna carve that crap up. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to it, man. You take care of yourself. Uh, we already know tomorrow we're not gonna be feeling the best, but uh, right, man. Way. I gotta walk through a dusty ass hospital. Yeah, this is what we gotta do, man. This is what we do for the game that we love, man. So uh, again, everybody, thanks for listening. That's my go. That's my guest right there. Uh, Marcus Bishop of the O-Town right. Orange. Appreciate you, man, for coming on here. Everybody, thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Hopefully you did. And please go ahead and leave a review, uh, hopefully a five-star review, like my man Bomani Jones say. If you leave four stars, we are inclined to believe you are a hater. So don't be a hater and leave five stars for the Parlay Podcast. Available everywhere that podcasts are fine, mainly on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So, Again, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate you all for listening, and we out. All right, y'all.